This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Stands or sort of the state of, of Carrie Lake's disinformation as she stands, still a very, very decent chance. She's very much still in this. Right. When Tim was actually here at the tabulation center with me yesterday, uh, I know that he could feel the tension that was in the room. Uh, he could feel the tension that was in the room. And largely that was because, you know, you have the likes of Chairman Bill Gates. You have Recorder Richer here. These are the elections folks here who have overseen uh, uh, these elections, fair, accurate ones, not only in 2020, but now here. They have been at the center of threats. They have been at the center of harassment. Uh, they, they, have, they have been at the epicenter of everything that Trumpism, Donald Trump and his allies leaving phone calls and voicemails for him to pressure them to help overturn the 2020 election. And now, yet again, they're at the center of this. And that is where, when we were in the room yesterday, I think there was some tension and frustration over the slow release of the ballots. Well, understandable. And there's no reason to suggest that it is for nothing other than to make sure that it's secure and that each of the mail ballots were, in fact, sent in by individuals who go by the name on that ballot. But what happens as a result is exactly what you guys were speaking about is when you have that open space and that open air, it's folks like Carrie Lake that go and fill that void there, that call into question, why is this slow walking? Why why is this taking place? Mark Fincham, I, I don't urge people to go to his Twitter account, but my goodness, uh, every hour you come up with a new conspiracy theory. His latest this hour was suggesting that why does the Republican state treasurer can, candidate, Kimberly Yee, have 215,000 more votes than any other statewide candidates? Well, I can tell you, uh, as somebody who has been covering Kimberly Yee for years, She's watched, walked much more of a straight line, Doug Ducey type conservative role here. And it wouldn't surprise most folks who have covered here politics. But for Mark Fincham, he goes and tells his hundreds of thousands of followers who are following him on whether it be Twitter or far right elements of the, the Internet, that there's a conspiracy and that the folks here behind me who are simply going and adjudicating and making sure that these ballots are legitimate. And this nice woman here who is putting in the ballots in the tabulation machine are some part of a conspiracy. And there is nothing to suggest that in that is where the hope is at some point here that we are able to close that void there, because in the meanwhile, it's these folks who are creating these conspiracy theories as we speak. Vaughn, well, I know you're getting pulled, but let me let me just ask you one question. Can you know, these are the same people who had eternal patience for the fraud at, you know, the uh, what were they called? Ninja, <laughs> cyber ninjas took weeks and months. They were right. Trump's allies. They were from Florida. They had no experience. They weren't from Arizona. They had lots of patience for that. I, I, I want to under if you could just for our viewers who are not hostage to any of the disinformation, but just explain what the process is. What exactly are election officials doing? What does the count look like? Yeah. Also, to give you an idea here, it was this last state legislature that came within one vote of arresting the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors because they refused to turn over the ballots to the gang that was completing that so-called audit here. But the process that is underway here, uh, number one, there's signature verification process. So all these mail ballots, especially that was 290,000 that were dropped off in person, they are going and comparing the signatures on the envelopes of the individuals who those voters who signed those envelopes, they are then going 
testifying against, whether it be the DMV database, whatever signature they have on file to confirm that that signature matches the one that is within the state records here. You've also got the adjudication board, these folks here. You've got a Republican and Democrat. So if there is something wrong, there's a fold in the ballot, a spill, ink that goes outside of the lines, a Republican and a Democrat are going ballot by ballot to go and confirm what the, that these ballots are legitimate and what the intent was. There's also the curing Okay, welcome. Uh, War Room Battleground, Friday, 11 November, the year of our Lord, 2022. Um, Armistice Day in Europe, Veterans Day here in the uh, in the United States. I want to welcome and have everybody, um, all the veterans, a hat tip uh, to all of you guys. Um, hat tip to maybe get Captain Bannon on, maybe in the second part of the show, talk about Veterans Day with her. Uh, we got a lot to go through. I got Joe Kent in a, in a minute. I want to play another call over for Joe. So if he can just hang on, he's going to give us an update, uh, which is going to infuriate a lot of this audience. But we got a cold open for Joe that I also want to talk about, about this huge fight for leadership. So much going on right now. But I want to bring in the political director for Kerry Lake's team, um, Brady Smith. Uh, Brady, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I, I want to play that clip. We actually played it in the, in the previous hour because they make it seem like um, – uh, you know, you guys are instigators, you guys are insurrectionists, you guys are domestic terrorists. What is what is really going on here? What what do you guys just want an accurate count? But I think you'd like things sped up, correct? Thanks for having me on, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. We are just wanting all legal votes to be counted in this race. It's it's crucial that, that we do this and make sure that all legal votes were counted. Uh, you know, this, this pace is slower than we were anticipating. Originally, we were told these same-day drop-offs in Maricopa County were going to be coming in uh, as early as Thursday, potentially as early as Wednesday. And now here we are uh, sitting on Friday and, and the Maricopa uh, County Recorder's Office is having a press conference currently. I, I'm sitting in the Cary Lake War Room right now. We're watching it unfold. Um, and they are saying that there is going to be a drop tonight that will contain some of those same-day drop-off votes. Uh, that will be very favorable to Cary Lake. They say that's going to be the majority of the drop, as well as uh, the 17,000 door three votes um, that have been largely in question and that there are questions still swirling around. But our campaign is just wanting every legal vote to be counted, and that's what we're committed to, to having happen. I want to get Joe Kent in here in a second. I want to hold you. And by the way, if we can see if we can watch on the live stream, the uh, press conference, maybe we could pick that up and, and, and bring it up. Let's play. I want to play Brady. Just hang on right there. Political director for Kerry uh, Lake. We got a lot more questions to ask him as a press conference going on in Maricopa County. There are a lot of moving pieces all over the nation. Um, Joe Kent. Uh, well, let me get bring in Joe first. I want to ask him a couple of questions and then I'll go to the cold open. Joe, uh, we've heard some news today that yours is actually going slower than we thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is am I hearing now that we're not going to get a drop anymore today in in Washington three? We're not going to get one tomorrow Saturday. We're not going to get one Sunday, and we're not going to get one Monday until six p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Am I correct in that? Well, we just got a small drop actually right after I, I texted you that news. We got a small drop from Cowlitz County. Uh, I am now only down by 1.93%. We took 57.5% of the last drop. It was less than 5,000 votes that they dropped, um, but it helped. We think there may be another drop coming tonight. 
of 20K coming from the county. Now, the Secretary of State, they did take the holiday off, and they're not going to report anything until Monday. So we're you're correct in that. We may get Clark County might um, go ahead and report on their own website tonight. But that's the status right now. There's still 50,000 votes out there. So hopefully they actually drop 20,000 tonight and we'll have a little bit more clarity. So we're only down right now by 5,000 votes. And and by the way, you've cut this thing dramatically over the last couple of days. We had Alex DeGrasse on the last hour and they're, I think in the, in the team Elise and the NRCC, they're actually counting you as a, as a win um, on the 20,000 that come in tonight. Tell our audience where the, where is that coming from, and, and do you consider a break of fifty seven percent to be a possibility or fifty five forty five? Uh, we're hoping to take you know fifty six fifty seven percent of that. Now that's Clark County, that's our, our urban hub, uh, Vancouver. There's also some rural parts of Clark County as well. We believe this is mostly going to be game day voters. So you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, that this should trend heavily towards us. Um, but you know, we'll we'll stand by and see what happens. Ballot curing is going to be really key. Ballot curing and walk people through that process. What what's this process called? Ballot curing. Yeah, absolutely. People need to go to uh, all my social media, Joe Kent one and one nine, or go to wavote.gov and check the status of your ballot. If it doesn't say accepted and it says rejected, then you need to go down to the county auditor's office present ID and you can get your ballot sorted out right there. Don't wait for them to contact you because they may drag their feet on that process. So all my social media has that. If people have any questions, they can get a hold of us and we'll talk them through. We can give them a ride down to the county auditor's office if they need. So it looks like a 20,000 um, ballot drop tonight. You're at 1.93% behind. You've been as high as I think almost five and a half, five point six, five point seven. 5.7. This has been dropping pretty dramatically. You're under 5,000 votes difference between you and your opponent that's right steve like right at five thousand is, is the difference between us one point uh, 1.93 so under two percent so we're we're definitely making ground with every drop okay fine and do you have any idea when the time of this drop tonight we don't sometimes they come as early as four and then sometimes they're as late as eight thirty out here on the west coast time so i'll, I'll, I'll ping you as soon as we get any word just ping me and what, what once again what's your social media so people can follow this because we, we have hundreds of thousands that are watching your uh your uh, progress here uh joe kent one six jan one nine on twitter getter on all the all the different social medias that's where you have uh, screenshots to all the ways to cure your ballot joe kent for congress.com is our website we've got ballot curing teams out there right now i've got a marine corps vet i got several navy vets i got an army west pointer out there knocking on doors ballot curing for us right now joe kent for congress.com we need every penny to keep those guys moving and also so we can lawyer up Joe, if you just give me another minute, I want to play a quick cold open because you're actually coming back for the orientation over the weekend. And, and this is one of your colleagues. Uh, I just want you to hear what she had to say. And I just want to get your reaction to that. Go, go ahead and play it. You do in terms of the economy. But she said, I hope there won't be two years of investigations. Where do you come down on that aspect? Uh, 
we have to do the right thing, right? We have to lead by example. What's best for the country? I think we've really gotten off track, and we've, we've seen that. And that's why voters came out, especially in Virginia, in our second district, because they weren't happy with the direction of things. And we heard that time and time again at the doors. You know, something is off. Something is not right with the country. So how can we work together? It's going to be a unified effort, but Republicans are need, going to need to be unified, uh, especially in the U.S. House. I think we'll have a slimmer majority than we may have hoped. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be really important that that, that messaging going forward of, you know, how can we how can we help where people need the help, which is in but, the economy but, and at the border in our communities? You know, how on, are we going to be unified? On, if I could, on the issue of investigations, would you support House investigations of Hunter Biden? Mm -hmm. I, I, so what I'm focused on are the issues that why we won, why we won in this district mm -hmm. was because of the economy, because we really sought to tell people, hey, we're going to help you. We're going to be able to put more money in your pocketbook and lower those gas and grocery prices. And that's where my focus is, the economy, the border and our communities and families. That's where my focus has been and will continue to be. Congresswoman-elect Jen Kiggins, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. We will see you here in January. Joe Kent, uh, you've been your whole uh, campaign was about the economy, families, the border, the, the invasion on the southern border, all of it. Do you think that Congress can can walk and chew gum at the same time? Do you think you also to have your oversight responsibilities and, and investigations, particularly into the laptop from hell, the southern border, Fauci, all this? You think that's also a uh, a responsibility of Congress when when you show up as a freshman congressman, sir? Absolutely. There's plenty of us to walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah, we're going to get the economy under control. I mean, Jim Banks was on here yesterday talking about HR1 getting us back to being energy independent. That will benefit the American people almost immediately. We're going to stop the out of control spending. That's a given. This omnibus nonsense. But yeah, we are also going to go after this corrupt regime. We're going after the laptop for hell. from hell. We're going to impeach Biden for what he did in the southern border. We're impeaching Mayorkas, A.G. Garland. That's what the American people hired us for. They hired us to stop what Biden is doing to the country. They hired us to actually get them some real information, some, re some real results, and, to, and just absolutely adjudicate everything that's been inflicted upon us for the last two-plus years, even further if we go back and we're, we're going to start going after Fauci as well. But yeah, we can fight the hard fight of investigations, and we can fix the economy, we can fix the border, and we can protect our children all at the same time. We have to. Otherwise, we don't deserve to be there. Joe Kent, uh, fight on. We're going to watch this uh, very closely tonight on Getter and other places. We'll be going live. I know Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, The War Room, Grace Chung, The War Room, uh, Posse, Captain Ben, and all of it. Uh, Joe, fight on. We'll be watching it closely. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Okay, Joe Kent, uh, these are fighting, uh, uh, the fighting spirit of these people, particularly Kerry Lake and the team out in Arizona. Let me go back to Brady Smith. Brady, correct me if I'm wrong, when the, they knew this was coming because for the first time you had the, uh, in the primary, you had this massive game day turnout. They understand that Trump voters are different than his voters historically in Arizona that have done by mail. People have a lot of problem uh, trust in the, in the mail-in ballot system. So it's a lot of game day voters. Why were they not prepared for this onslaught of, of game day voting, both either people dropping off the, the ballots or just showing up and voting in person? Why, why was Maricopa County particular? Because we hear all the time from the mainstream media how great, uh, how great uh, Bill Gates and his team are. Why were they not prepared? Well, Steve, you're, you're absolutely right that we did see the writing on the wall of this in the primary. The, the game day turnout was very large there, though the ballots, of course, broke very heavily for Kerry Lake in the primary for those same day drop-offs. 
we're going to see the same thing again here. But to your question of why were they not prepared here, I think it just goes back to the incompetence that we see in the Maricopa County Recorder's Office. Um, you know, we, we knew that there would be a large turnout and uh, of those same-day drop-off votes. And actually, we ended up breaking the previous record by 70%. Now, I want to remind your listeners that in 2020, uh, the same-day drop-offs uh, in the 2020 election were went favorable for President Trump by a 13% margin. So these are going to break extremely heavily our way. These are our voters, and these are people who, you know, do not want to place that mail-in ballot that they received at their address back into the USPS system. They don't want to take it to a uh, drop box location. They want to bring it into the vote center because they, uh, you know, have some questions about the about the system. And uh, you and I both know that the gal running the system, Katie Hobbs, the secretary of state of Arizona, was on the ballot. So, of course, they're not going to trust the system. Of course, they're going to walk these ballots in. Uh, and to, to Maricopa County's un underpreparedness, I think it really uh, sheds a huge light that uh, Bill Gates and Stephen Richard were not ready for this. They were not prepared. And that is, is resulting in delays that are, are frustrating not just Arizonans, but Americans all across the country. The whole world is watching. I mean, you had your campaign was run flawlessly, but what blew me away, and I told people, because you had uh, your advanced teams were guys from my from the 16 team for President Trump, and the, the size of the crowds and the professionals was unbelievable. Um, so they should have known something was coming, because K, uh, Kerry kept talking about, you know, and Mike Lindell, this whole theory that you wait and, and come, you, you vote on game day, you vote on election day. Uh, but when this thing all went down, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought they told us by Friday, it would all be sorted. I know we promised other days, but they said it's all going to be done by Friday. What, wasn't that what they put out at first, sir, that Friday would be the day? And now we know it is. And I think they just said, I don't know what they're saying in the press conference right now, but they said the other day that, hey, we might not even have the majority. We will have the majority of the Maricopa County done by Monday or Tuesday of next week. So didn't they promise this to be wrapped up by today? They they have insinuated that it's possible that this would be done by by today. Uh, and this has been you know consistently they are moving the goalpost. Um, and they, they have not given much color as to why the goalpost continues to move on this. But uh, Maricopa County uh, has not given us a concrete answer on when they're going to be completely done counting the votes yet. Um, but we are going to see a chunk of those same-day drop-offs come in tonight that they will favor Cary Lake, and we will see Cary Lake pick up votes uh, in the drop that is going to come tonight sometime in the 8 o'clock hour uh, Arizona time. Eight o'clock uh, Arizona time. That'll be ten o'clock Eastern uh, Standard uh, Time. Do you think that this is, um, you know, Steve Cortez, who's watches this very closely? Steve Cortez said this is to demoralize and exhaust the uh, the deplorables in the Cary Lake um, in the Cary Lake um, uh, movement. That this is it can't just be total incompetence because they knew about it for two years. They were under a microscope. You know, and Gates came up and said, hey, this is just the way we do things in Arizona. But that was supposed to be they were supposed to take out the flaws and get down and be able to do it efficiently. Do you think this is to demoralize and exhaust people? Because where people forget in, in the primary, Kerry Lake was down, I think, by 10, 12, 13 points around 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock local time. And she was getting tremendous pressure from her opponent. And from the political professionals, and you know, and these were national professionals on her team for Carrie Lake, and you remember this, you were one of the people coming under pressure. They were putting a tremendous pressure on you guys to concede. 
when 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 it looked like you know you're getting close to midnight and she's ten down, but and, and Carrie Lake was saying no 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 like she said the other night no 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 this is going to flip and I think three or four o'clock in the morning it flipped, but they took their time and slow walk it. Carrie Lake and people forget this. Carrie Lake won by five five and a half percent on the primary and never really got full credit of that. Are they trying to demoralize and exhaust you by drawing it out so Carrie Lake never gets her moment in the international media and Carrie Lake never gets that big moment where she walks on stage and takes this victory. Carrie Lake never has the celebratory nature of this massive victory, and they forgot, oh, it's so close. The, the thing is, it's nail-biter, nail-biter, nail-biter. So if the votes come in like you guys analyze, she wins by 5%. She doesn't get that boost of the 5%. Do you think there's some design to this more than just their regular incompetence, sir? Well, Steve, I, I would say uh, I, have, I have not seen anything that would suggest that there's malice uh, behind this this delay here. Um, I've learned to to never underestimate the incompetence. However, um, it runs rampant through the county, <laughs> through the county recorder's office. Uh, but should that have been the case, which I am not insinuating that it is, I really don't think there's any actual malice or ill will intent in this delay. But even if it was, uh, they're achieving the exact opposite, right? This is just amplifying, uh, you know, Carrie Lake is on every channel, everywhere you go. Everyone's talking about this race, like you just said, though, all eyes in the world are on Arizona right now. So um, I do not think there's malice behind this. I think uh, it comes down to underpreparedness and incompetence, uh, but it has amplified and, and all eyes are on Arizona and all eyes are on future Governor Carrie Lake as a result. Uh, Brady, a couple more questions. Uh, number one, and when I went around and saw these crowds, and these were massive crowds, I mean, I, I was quite frankly blown away by the size and scale of this campaign for a uh, for a for an off year governor's race. It was just extraordinary. It was almost like presidential level, uh, presidential level for anybody but Donald Trump. I mean, any presidential candidate would have been blown away to have the scale and the size and the intensity of the crowds. But they were peaceful, good people who wait for hours. I mean, just decent, hardworking Americans. When you see Maricopa County's t tabulation center, they have, you know, a defense around it. They have uh, police officers on the roof. They are putting out a thing that says they feel they're in danger. They're, do, have you seen anything that, that even comes close to any people getting worked up, anything of, of, of danger or anything that would, would, uh, would uh, have the reaction that the authorities uh, in Maricopa County, uh, the voting uh, group uh, has put up around this tabulation center, sir? Well, you're, you're exactly right, Steve. You know, the environment here, uh, the enthusiasm on the ground uh, amongst supporters, amongst voters in Arizona has been astronomical. This is something that the state of Arizona has never seen before. Uh, this is a campaign unlike anyone that's ever been ran in the country, quite frankly. Um, and no, you're, you're, you're also right that, you know, these are, these are patriots that, that are coming out to our events. These, there has been nothing to, uh, suggest the need for, uh, amplified security, uh, like that. I think it's fairly ironic that, that we see, you know, walls going up around the, the count center, but we still don't have a finished border wall. Um, so, no, I, I have not seen any report uh, to suggest uh, that there is in, any threat of violence um, or, or anything in that vein whatsoever um, to, to require uh, amplified security. Brady, how did they people follow you guys uh, over there? Uh, we've had Carolyn on and obviously Carrie uh, a lot of times. We're trying to give her a rest because she, we know she's got uh, – 
to focus on different things in the transition and, and, and to closing this deal. So we've been uh, been really um, blessed to have people like yourself and, and Caroline, the staff she has around her, her senior advisors are just an incredible team. How do people follow you on social media and walk me through the process that this audience that is, you know, in the, in the millions that are Kerry Lake fans over the weekend, what, how do, how does Brady Smith see this thing developing, uh, how they get access to your campaign team? Where do they go? Cause people want to follow, they're following this minute by minute. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can follow me on Twitter at I, the letter I, the letter M, Brady Smith, B-R-A-D-Y Smith. I would also suggest uh, to your listeners to follow Landon Wall, our, our data guru, at Landon Wall underscore. Uh, we you know, continue to put out updates as, as ballot drops come in. Uh, to be able to contextualize things for for the electorate for you know folks who do not know the ins and outs of Arizona uh, and when what is to be expected in these individual drops you know we're going to see as these same day drop offs continue to come in they are going to continue to move Republican way Carrie uh, Lake's going to continue to pick up votes uh, and we are going to win Steve uh, Brady Smith thank you very much I want to say you're you're part of an extraordinary young team out there that uh, people are hearing from uh, worldwide right now, you, what you have done and what you guys have created in really more than a campaign, you've created a movement in Arizona that's inspiring, not just the nation, but it's inspiring the entire world. I get, I get contacts all day long from throughout the world about how you guys have comported yourself, uh, obviously the poise and class of, uh, of Kerry Lake, but the entire team, how you've comported yourself. You people are unflappable and indefatigable. So just keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Hope to be back on with you soon. Brady Smith, director, he's a political operations uh, chief over Carrie Lake's team. The team is a uh, very young, and Carrie Lake runs a. You know, she doesn't. She doesn't have a pollster. They have data people, but no pollster. They don't have any big time Washington consultants. None of the traditional Arizona consultants. She she refuses to do that. She's not going to play the game. Doesn't play. You know, not a big TV buy. Not big media buyers. This is probably as radical as the Trump um, primary campaign and the, and the campaign in 16, which was just a campaign that was, uh, was run very differently than any previous presidential campaign uh, and won. And I think the greatest come from behind uh, political comeback in uh, American presidential politics. Kerry Lake, just extraordinary. Remember, Kerry Lake has had. I think when it's all sum total, it's going to be 70 to $80 million dropped on her, almost all in negative ads. Not about policy, but about she's a terrible person. She's raised, I think, three and a half, three in the first part, maybe five, probably spent, let's say, eight to 10 against 80, outspent eight to one, nine to one, maybe 10 to one, and uh, poised for a very um, uh, shocking victory, I think, in Arizona. This is going to be a dog fight. All weekend, through the weekend, through early next week out there, just like in Nevada. So, hey, if you want entertainment, you're at the wrong spot. If you want to hunker down and grind it out, you're in the right spot. i tell you how much the right spot you are. I got a, uh, I got a fighter coming up who's always just looking for a puncher's chance. That's Mike Davis next in the War Room. Look, you did the tough thing during COVID, you paid your people, and you pulled your business through the pandemic. And now doing the tough thing could qualify you for up 
to $26,000 per employee at COVIDtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. This is not a loan, and you don't have to pay it back. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at COVIDtaxrelief.org. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had an increase in sales. You did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let COVIDtaxrelief.org help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org. Do this today. Take action at COVIDtaxrelief.org. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Friends, if you haven't heard the Energy Information Administration warn that we have fewer than 25 days of diesel fuel left in our national stockpile, that means that fuel for trucks delivering food could run out soon. If you don't have enough emergency food, now is your chance to get some before all hell breaks loose. Our friends at My Patriot Supply are making it easy to stock up right away. They're knocking 250 bucks off of their three-month emergency food kit. That's the lowest price since 2019. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. But they don't offer this all day. So get the three-month food supply now. It stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for grocery store shelves to go empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now mypatriotsupply.com. Use your agency. Take action today. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. You know, welcome back. Um, it's Veterans Day, Armistice Day in Europe, Veterans Day here. 
11 November in the year of Lord 2022, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month is when the guns fell silent in Europe uh, in the uh, beginning of the armistice, the truce that led to the armistice and to the peace treaty in World War I. The war to end all war wars didn't quite work out like that, did it? Kind of kicked off the end of the Victorian era and the beginning of the bloodiest century in mankind's history. Look, we've been intensely into the politics of all this, and we're getting in now to these leadership fights, the the the, the lame duck. This is one of the most intense, and for the war and posse, they've been here from the impeachment days three years ago when we started the show. Impeachment, then the pandemic, then the 2020 campaign, and then the impeachment again, and then everything with the Biden regime is shutting down leading up to the 22. It's been one intense, historic moment after the other. The one uh, only reason I and I love the politics and the combat of it and all that. So we just love it. You know, win, lose or draw. Of course, we like to win more than we lose or draw. The only thing I don't like about it, Mike Davis, is I don't have Mike Davis on enough. Mike Davis is Article three. He's uh, he's the one that's going to lead to the this leading the tip of the spear to, to, to take apart the tech oligarchs. Mike is also uh, our guy that comes on about the Supreme Court and everything about the judiciary. Uh, but Mike, uh, in fact, can I play? Do I have? I want to play a clip. I just paid for Joe Kent uh, a minute ago. Joe is now in a in a real dogfight for the uh, for his seat out in Washington three, and they're going to have another drop tonight. Uh, it, obviously, Maricopa County is going to have a drop. We were going to actually be occupied. I think we're going to be live. We'll probably go up and get her or over in the Charlie Kirk show when that comes up. But we're talking about these leadership fights. And so I played this for Joe Ken and got his reaction. I want to play it for you and get your reaction and particularly your comments and observations about the leadership fight in the House. Can I can I play this for a second for, for Brother Davis? You do in terms of the economy. But she said, I hope there won't be two years of investigations. Where do you come down on that aspect? Uh we have to do the right thing, right? We have to lead by example. What's best for the country? I think we've really gotten off track and we've, we've seen that. And that's why voters came out, especially in Virginia in our second district, because they weren't happy with the direction of things. And we heard that time and time again at the doors, you know, something is off, something is not right with the country. So how can we work together? It's gonna be a unified effort, but Republicans are need, gonna need to be unified, uh, especially in the US House. I think we'll have a slimmer majority than we may have hoped. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's gonna be really important that that, that messaging going forward of, you know, how can we how can we help where people need the help, which is in but, the economy but, and at the border in our communities? You know, how on, are we going to be unified? If I could, on the issue of investigations, would you support House investigations of Hunter Biden? Mm -hmm. I, I, so what I'm focused on are the issues that why we won, why we won in this district mm -hmm. was because of the economy, because we really sought to tell people, hey, we're going to help you. We're going to be able to put more money in your pocketbook and lower those gas and grocery prices. And that's where my focus is. The economy, the border, and our communities and families. That's where my focus has been and will continue to be. Congresswoman-elect Jen Kiggins, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. We will see you here in January. Okay, and to put it in context with uh, Congressman uh, Kiggins, or she's about to become Congressman Kiggins, is that uh, she ran against Luria, and she took down the last of the real the J6 people that were out there. Luria is a rising star down in the Virginia Beach area. I think Luria also went to the Naval Academy, was a Naval officer, and uh, put up some pretty mean tweets about me. Not that I care, but just saying. Uh, and she was beaten. And one of the reasons uh, the, the, that she won was to say that, you know, this, this January 6th thing was a waste of time. The country's got big problems. But that being said, Mike Davis, is this, is this, I don't want to call it a problem, but is this attitude that we just got to do? And yes, all, and I asked Joe Ken, he's all about the economy. He's all about the invasion of the southern border. He's all about the family. 
these are his bedrock issues that's got him on the precipice of winning up in Washington three. But is this the 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 problem we've had with the controlled opposition Republican Party that they just don't want to get in there and do the hard work that is really required and the nation is demanding and that's why they're giving the Republicans this majority, sir? Well, I think the Republicans in the House can walk and shoot them at the same time. They can have a, a positive agenda that they can sell to the American people, and they can also do aggressive oversights over the, the Biden administration. There has to be aggressive oversight over Attorney General Merrick Garland and the Biden Justice Department. They have completely politicized and weaponized the Justice Department against President Biden's political enemies. At, at the Department of Homeland Security, we have, uh, we, we have the Department of Homeland Security not doing their job. They're not protecting our border. There is an invasion at our southern border, and it, there, people need to be held accountable for this. And so, uh, again, House Republicans can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can, they can put forward a, a, a sharp contrast with the Democrats on how Republicans can govern while also doing very effective and aggressive oversight. How is this going to play out? And I realize you're a guy from really the Senate side with Grassley and in uh, in you were the uh, Sherpa on uh, many of the Supreme Court issues. And you've worked very close with McConnell staff. I'll talk about what's happening in the Senate in a second. Pretty shocking. These letters, what's going on over there. But the, these House fights is is what she's talking about. Is this the tension that's in this town? And people should understand there, there's a lot of tension in Washington right now. It's not about what the outcome will be. They'll know it'll be either 219, 220, 221, 222, whatever, uh, that uh, it'll be a five, six, seven, eight seat uh, majority. But the tensions over leadership and these leadership votes and who's going to be the speaker and who's going to run the show. Uh, and in a sense is the question is, is that is McCarthy and people around him tough enough and focused enough to do what needs to be done to really set things right here, particularly to confront Work with the Biden administration where you can, but they're all sitting there. Biden's going, I just had a big victory. Maybe we can work with the Republicans. They never talked about that before. Or is it more of a confrontational? Where, where, where do you, since, since you've been at really the tip of the spear in this whole thing about going after the tech oligarchs, and one of the things that you've complained about is that, hey, I've got a plan to really go confront these guys, and we've got you know, to be trust busters, we've got to start taking them apart. And your complaint has been, hey, these guys are playing foot. They talk big, but they're playing footsies with them and they're going to pass a couple of performative laws, but nothing's going to change. So where do you come out in, in, in all this leadership fight in direction of the House? He just freeze up. That was such a that was such a great question. He just froze. No, he didn't. Mike Davis didn't freeze. The computer froze. Let's try getting back up. That was kind of brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe I can ask. Maybe I can answer it this time. Okay, just to put it in perspective, we're going to get Mike. Try to get Mike back up. If you're not, let's get him back by phone. Not that I don't love seeing Mike's. Uh, you can tell Mike's a fighter. I think it's. The, I think it's the red haired Irishman that kind of gives it away. That uh, the. Um, but here's what's going on, so people understand this. There is. And this is what makes it so fascinating from a dramatic point of view. Um, it's obvious that these votes are being slow walked. Okay. And I realize people are doing their jobs and trying to do their jobs, but you just have to question, given the fact that we knew about this, we knew things were going to happen. Why is Nevada and Arizona taking so, so long, particularly in the fact that there were these problems before. So the Associated Press has already, already notified. They said, hey, we're not going to call the House. 
to at least next Tuesday when this leadership vote, the first round really takes place, not the speakership, but the leadership of the Republican, the Republican conference. Um, they also said, hey, you know, it may take us in California, it may take us, it may take us two or three weeks later. Well, if you go back and look at Alex DeGrasse's from the first hour of the show, hey, I'm counting up one, two, three, four, I'm counting up seven of the, of the 15 seats they think they can pick up to go from 212 to 227. Uh, seven or eight of those seats are California. They're saying right now the Associated Press says, which is kind of the the, the bellwether people go by, won't even be won't even be uh, won't even be called for two or three weeks. On the Senate side, we have Laxalt in Nevada right now. There's going to be another drop tonight. They're talking about it could take through the weekend, through Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday later next week. All kind of fighting over there about Clark County and Wasser County. You have uh, Arizona, which we're going to get another drop tonight, we just heard, at 8 p.m. Arizona time. That'll be 10 p.m. Eastern time. We don't know what's going to come over the weekend, but they've already said yesterday, and they change stuff every day. As even uh, he says, Bill Gates says, they change the goalpost every day, uh, move the goalpost. This is his words, not mine. They're talking about not even a majority of Maricopa County until Monday or Tuesday of next week. So in all that, you're trying to have these leadership fights. And here's what, let's just go to the, to the, to the heart of the matter. And the war in posse is, and I've tried to play this as even-handed as we possibly can, because it's a debate that needs to be had. The, um, can you have business as usual? And I think people, people look at Kevin McCarthy, uh, whether they love him or hate him, as that it will be more business as usual. And can you do that? Can you, this mandate you're getting, as small as it is, and let's say it's a 15C pickup or a 12, 13C pickup, it gives you a majority. Can you actually get done what you need to get done? Are you going to have the fights on the debt ceiling? Are you going to have the fights on these omnibus appropriations bills? Are you going to pass uh, HR1? Your HR1 is going to be energy. As Steve Cortez says, you ought to pass energy and border right of the box. And if you pass a full spectrum energy dominance bill and Biden vetoes it, refuses to sign it, uh, are you prepared to have Biden shut down the government in order to uh, in order to do that? By the way, I'm fine. Forget Dave is fine, but I, c- I can go ahead and roll on this forever. I- I'm, 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 I'm cooking with gas right now. So you know, are, you're, you're, my producer's getting bored, so he says I ought to bring Mike Davis back in. Do I have Mike Davis? Yeah. I have the puncher's, the puncher's chance Mike Davis here. So Davis, what, what, what is your beef? You've been pretty critical of these guys up to date. And even some of the heroes like the Jim Jordans, you're saying they're not tough enough, they're not focused enough, this is all performative, we need to get in there and tear things apart, we need to go after these tech oligarchs, they're controlling the country, they're shutting down people, um, and we can give a lot of happy talk, you can talk about 2.30, but you're, you're dancing around the edges and you're making people feel good because you're on Fox and, and, on, uh, and on CNBC talking about stuff, but it's all crap, and you got to be hard and you got to be tough. So what is your complaint in this leadership about taking over in this this same group being in charge of the entire House of Representatives, sir. So we've been talking about big tech for three years, and we hear uh, Republicans making uh, tough speeches and saying uh, you know, tough things about big tech, but we have to hold them accountable. And there are bills working their way through the House and Senate right now, sponsored by Congressman Ken Buck, a conservative all-star from Colorado, along with Senator Chuck Grassley, my boss from Iowa, that will finally hold big tech accountable. And you can go to theiap.org slash war room, and the war room posse can go look at those bills right now, and they can see what bills 
could pass right now with bipartisan supports in the House and the Senate, and President Biden will sign these bills, and we can finally hold tech accountable. So the time for talk is over. It's time for action. What about the overall? Do you agree with uh, Do you agree with the, the new newly minted congressman that uh, from Virginia Beach that we should focus on the economy, we should focus on the border, we should focus on things and leave the investigation aside, the laptop from hell, just stay away from it. Anything to do with the DOJ and the FBI, just stay away from it. It's going to be too confrontational. Too, um, it's going to be too. Um, it's it's going to get the New York Times all riled up and the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. And you don't need a church commission. You don't need to get into the national security apparatus or the CIA or really uh, not so much the deep state as the administrative state. The deep states, they're, they're more rogue element. You should stay away from that. Do you, do you agree with that uh, or do you agree that we should be use this time, effort and mandate uh, to go for it? There needs to be aggressive oversight and we can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can, you can push a legislative agenda through, uh, through committees and you can push an oversight agenda through committees. That's why we have committees in the House and committees in the Senate. You can do both and they need to do both. They need to get to the bottom of the Biden corruption. They need to get to the bottom of President Biden uh, weaponizing, politicizing the Justice Department to go after his political enemies. We need to hold DHS accountable for their total dereliction of duty on our southern border. There is an invasion of our southern border. This is intentional. They're trying to import, uh, they're trying to import Democrat voters. And we need, we need to, there needs to be aggressive oversight, uh, oversight. heads must roll. For, for, I know you're not for political impeachments, but you're saying if you do these investigations in the invasion of the southern border, if you do them on the laptop from hell with the CCP involvement, if you do investigations that have uh, uh, ranking members and minority counsel and they get to cross-examine witnesses and all that. Uh, if the, the fruits of that are, are things that could lead to impeachment, whether of Merrick Garland or Mayorkas or even going all the way up to Biden, that's the way you do it? Well, I mean, I'm not saying we need to move for impeachment immediately, but there certainly needs to be aggressive oversight. And I know that Chairman Chuck or uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, whether he's the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, or he's a ranking member of the Budget Committee or another committee, he's going to have a big staff, and they're going to do oversight. And I think the House Republicans need to do oversight. They, they, there needs to be oversight. They're going to be in the majority, um, a narrow majority, but they, they have a constitutional duty to do oversight of the executive branch, and they need to do it. Are you pretty shocked? I understand you're close to the McConnell guys as you should be. McConnell's done, you know, people should say what they want. Look, I'm no fan of his, and he's less of a fan of mine. But on the judges, he's done a terrific job of getting these judges approved, and these are, are conservative judges. And look at the Supreme Court, just a Herculean effort of what's happened there. And that's, quite frankly, saved the nation in, in, in the gap. And there's many more big things to come in this this session, whether it's affirmative action, whether it's the independent state legislatures whether it's more things about the administrative state. Um, but I'm kind of, I, I am actually kind of shocked that you've had a couple of, with this fight, and there's a big fight in the House. You got the Freedom Caucus guys saying, hey, Kevin McCarthy spent $40, $50 million taking out Caroline Levitt, taking out Sabatini in Florida, trying to make uh, Anna Polina Luna go away, Joe Kent, and dozens, you know, lots of others. And that money should have been spent on making sure Caroline Levitt won and Joe Kent won bigger and Lauren Bobit won. 
Uh, and so they're fighting. Freedom Caucus is saying, hey, we, we can't do it. There's X amount of members. So that's a big fight there. I'm kind of surprised at these letters. I'm kind of surprised, particularly like guys like Rubio and people like that that are not normally known. So now you got Josh Hawley. You've got Mike Lee. You have Marco Rubio. You have Rick Scott. You have others. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe we slow down this leadership vote also next week and, and just wait to see how things play out and particularly know if we're in the uh, minority and majority. Is that, is that strike you as pretty stunning given Mitch McConnell's total grasp on power in the Senate? Well, I mean, I, it, 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 it doesn't hurt to have a discussion about leadership. And I, I don't think anyone should be scared of a, a discussion about leadership. At the end of the day, I think they're going to see that the Senate majority leader has a tough job. Their job is to herd cats. And these are unruly, undisciplined cats called U.S. senators. It's very hard to, to hurt them. And when you're when you're trying to herd 50 cats as uh, as the minority leader or the majority leader, it's a tough job. It's a, it's a thankless job. And so there are a lot of things that Mitch McConnell has to do, not because he agrees with it, but, but because he has to keep uh, these unruly cats in line in order to be the, the majority leader, the minority leader. So I, I think people just need to take a deep breath. Uh, let's get through the next couple of weeks. Let's see what happens in Georgia. Uh, I, I think Herschel Walker is going to win that race. Uh, we, we could see Adam Laxalt winning in Nevada. And you know, we might have a Republican majority when this when this all ends. Mike, you've been on, with the worm now for over a year as one of our big contributors on all the stuff legal. Uh, do you believe that we have a moral responsibility and really a mandate from the American people, particularly in the House? Uh, to really make things happen and to really confront this uh, regime, this administration, and make sure we had not just full investigations, but also use the appropriations process. And like, you know, Steve Cortez says, pass an energy bill immediately. And if they don't, you know, be prepared to have Biden shut down the government. Others are saying, secure the southern border. If he's not prepared to do it, let him shut down the government. Use appropriations. Do you believe we have that mandate? And if we don't use it, the American people will take it back in 2024? To be aggressive oversight, we need to draw sharp contrast with the Biden administration. Remember, Biden's not popular. Uh, the Democrats are not popular. Republicans won by more than six. They, they won by more than six points across the country. It just happens that the Democrats were able to uh, to prevent this giant tsunami because they just I think they did a better job on the ground. We need to do a better job on our ground game. We need to do a better job on our legal game. We need to invest in the ground game. We need to invest in our legal game. We need to we need to start having these state legislatures in these all mail ballots across the country, uh, where it becomes election season instead of election day. And I think the biggest thing Republicans need to, to stop doing is saying, "Look, we're wait till election day to vote. Or we're going to let the Democrats kick our butts for four weeks, six weeks before election day during election season." Democrats already have these races won by election day. We need to get out of that mindset. We need to play. By, until we can fix the rules, until we can change the rules, we need to play by those rules, and we need to start learning how to win. Mike Davis, how do people get to you and track all this? Yeah, so it's uh, article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is MRDDMIA, MRDDMIA. And thank you, Steve, for what you do. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on. Okay. Uh, tonight, uh, we're going to be back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Don't know where we're going to be doing the show from. It could be anywhere. So make sure you tune in. It's going to be on fire.
However, tonight, and check, we're now up on Instagram. We are on, uh, obviously, on Getter, my own personal account on Getter. The War Room War Room's up on Instagram. Make sure you check in. We're going to be actually going live on Getter later this evening, particularly around the Maricopa County. It looks like it could be 10 o'clock. We'll either be live streaming Charlie Kirk's. We'll be adding or we'll be doing it ourselves or part of Charlie Kirk's. We haven't figured it out. There's going to be action tonight in uh, Washington 3 with Joe Kent. We're going to be on top of that. There's going to be action in Maricopa County in Arizona. I think there's going to be action in Nevada. We're on this 24-7 over the weekend. We're going to be back here live in the warm at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow for a couple hours, but then throughout the entire weekend. We'll be putting up content, coming in live, so whether it's Getter, I think we've got some people up on Twitter, not us, never, it's a crime scene, Instagram, just check it all out, The War Room and uh, my own personal account. It's going to be 24-7 intensity, 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 until tomorrow morning at 6, or you see us later tonight, you're in The War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.